0: Welcome to Living Water Radio. How can we be a Christian community during the pandemic? Today, we're going to talk about what it means to be both a body and to be an individual member of it at the same time. My name is Pastor David Burkettall. My wife, Reverend Sally Welch, is co-producing this podcast. Sally is a United Church of Christ slash Christian Church Disciples of Christ ordained minister focusing on ecumenical and interfaith ministry. I served Lutheran Christian congregations in Compton, California and in San Dimas, California for over 40 years. Today, maintaining our yard is my gym, and I'm active as a volunteer in the leadership of the 110 Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregations in our area. Check out our first Living Water Radio podcast, Number Zero, Welcome and Introduction, for more information about us and this podcast. So, how did it get to be February? Time passes weirdly in the pandemic. It moves slowly and quickly at the same time. We get all excited about the approval of the vaccine, and now it's hard to get. It's supposed to be released to small distribution centers like pharmacies soon, but it's hard to get appointments at large ones like the Fairplex. Things are still bad, but businesses, schools, and churches are opening up. We seem to be getting a handle on COVID-19, but now there are variants. And we hear a few people cheating to get a vaccine, and others blocking cars at Dodger Stadium to keep others from getting the vaccine. No teamwork there. It's been said that there is no I in team. Coaches have said this to motivate team play since the invention of the word team, I suppose. But it led to the report, but there is an M and an E. Shaquille O'Neal referenced this with slightly more colorful language in his recollection of a dialogue he had with Kobe Bryant at Kobe Bryant's funeral just a little over a year ago. I finally got an appointment to receive the vaccine and will be getting my first shot on Saturday. I'm excited because it will both benefit me and the team, the larger community. Are Christians team players or are we standouts? Are we constellations or are we stars? I've wanted to play drums as long as I knew that I would become a Lutheran pastor. And that's from my earliest memory. No one in my family had been a Lutheran pastor or a drummer though my grandfather on my mother's side played trumpet and jazz bands, along with polka bands and singing in barbershop quartet groups, all as side gigs to his work as a machinist. He was a fine musician and machinist. I remember watching the high school marching band come down the street in parades and feeling the staccato power of the snare drums and the force of the bass drum beating in my chest. I want to do that, I thought. The orchestra program began a year before the band program in my school district in Manitowoc, Wisconsin, so I took a year of violin lessons to help me improve my music reading. The band program started during the next summer, but there weren't enough drums to go around, so I started playing the mellophone, kind of like a French horn, but with three piston valves, like a trumpet as opposed to spoon valves, until my dad found a surplus snare drum that the high school was selling, and I was off to the races. I was first chair through high school. I wanted to play in a jazz band. When other kids were buying rock albums, I was buying jazz and absorbing all I could find. I listened to the big city radio stations and the records my dad brought back from conventions. When I went to college, I used some of my savings to buy a Ludwig Drum Company super classic drum set with a silver sparkle finish that one of my drum heroes, Joe Morello from the Dave Brubeck band played. I played drums and jazz bands through college and seminary and a little beyond to my first call in Compton. Honestly, I wasn't a great drummer, but I was pretty good by my standards. I wasn't an explosive drummer. A few fills, and that's it. I didn't like to solo, and I didn't like to lay out when others soloed. To me, playing was about the dynamic space between the musicians and the sound. My influences were everything I ever heard. The drummers I most admired were Tony Williams for that dark cymbal tone and feel for the band, Joe Morello for his precision and orchestral tone, and Buddy Rich for the fireworks. My goal as a drummer was to keep the time and be invisible. I guess my approach to playing drums could be expressed in something I read was said by Charlie Watts, the drummer for the Rolling Stones. I don't want to be the world's greatest drummer. I want to be the drummer in the world's greatest band. I think that's a pretty good description of life in the body of Christ. The body of Christ is one of the Bible's principal metaphors for the church. In Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, the 12th chapter, starting at the 12th verse, we read, Just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in the one spirit we were all baptized into one body. Jews are Greeks, slaves are free, and we were all made to drink of one spirit. Indeed, the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot would say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear would say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole body were hearing, where would the sense of smell be? I want to pause here. Paul reminds us that there is one body with Christ as the head of the body, the church. But there are also many members in the body. A member is a part of the body. Take a look at your insurance policy. It will tell you that you get so much for the loss of a member. That's a part of your body. That's what the term membership means. We all have different roles and gifts, but the most important thing about membership is that our gifts are given through us, not to us. They're given to the body, not to individual members. That is, every person has the gifts necessary to accomplish the work that God has given them. Every congregation has the gifts necessary to accomplish the work that God has given it. Every denomination has the gifts necessary to accomplish the work that God has given it. The whole body of Christ, the only group that ultimately matters, has all the gifts necessary to accomplish the work that God has given it. Let's continue with Paul's letter to the Corinthians. But as it is, God has arranged the members of the bo- in the body, each one of them as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? But God has so arranged the body, giving the greater honor to the inferior member, that there may be no dissension within the body, but the members may have the same care for one another. If one member suffers, all suffer together with it. If one member is honored, all rejoice together with it. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. I read a sports commentator once say that Michael Jordan was arguably the best individual basketball player to play the game. Let the outrage disagreement now begin. (laughs) But that when Larry Bird played, he made everyone around him better. I have no idea whether that is true, but I do think that membership in the body of Christ means that we are all gifted for something to make everyone around us better together. Some of us have small gifts and some of us have great gifts, but that even if we have singularly great gifts, they are not given so that we can be called great or even so that everyone around us can be called great, but so that God, the giver of all the gifts, may be called great. I've been involved in heated controversies in my evangelical Lutheran Church in America over the years. I remember superheated arguments at our annual assemblies. I also remember that we always closed those assemblies with worship and Holy Communion. I vividly remember receiving the sacrament and walking back to my seat past the people with whom I had disagreed, making eye contact and seeing a look of recognition, not as antagonists, but as a brother or a sister, equally grateful for the presence of God and a word of forgiveness and hope. We are a part of a body, not a team, and there is no I in body, but there is an M and an E. It's in the word member. It may feel sometimes in this pandemic that we are alone, but we are not. We are the body of Christ and individually members of it. Our individually gifts, however, are not given to us, but through us for the building up of the body to the glory of God. Today, let's remember to pray for the leaders of our government and of our church. And let's remember to pray the Lord's Prayer today, the one that Jesus taught us. If you don't know what that is, contact us at therevsdavidandsally at gmail.com or send us a tweet to at, David at and we'll send it to you. Send your prayer requests to the same addresses and we'll include them next time. Send your comments there as well. When you have a church, go to or tune in to the worship services they have currently available and support the church financially so that it will be there when we come back to fully physically present worship together. Support your pastor and church leaders. Pray for them and help them in any way that you can. If you or a loved one are having thoughts of suicide or are struggling with mental health issues, call somebody. Google a local or national hotline. Reach out. You are not alone. Wear a mask when you're outside your home, practice social distancing, wash or sanitize your hands regularly. Stay home unless you are providing essential services or need them. Avoid crowds and be outside if you have to be in a crowd. Be kind to everyone you come into contact with, especially those who are sacrificing their security to provide for yours. Thank you for listening to Living Water Radio.